The challenge that I have been thinking, I'm just jumping right into it today. The, the challenge that I have seen, I'm, I'm good, thanks man, I'm good. The challenge that I've seen, y'all all right? I had the lyrics for it. It was better when you had the lyrics and you can see what the people are saying. But the thing that I've learned is whether you are married or single or dating or waiting, relationships are complicated. Yes, sir. I'm starting this series today on relationships, and I'm going to be moving through it for several services. And I'm not going to tell you from service to service whether or not I'm talking to the single people or married, but I guarantee you each service is going to hit you right between the eyes. <laughs> because, because this thing of, of relationships is, 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 is very challenging uh, when you look at it, uh, that, that society is always trying to model relationships for us. And in the songs that we hear, uh, it seems like relationships are complicated. You got one girl saying, sometimes I love you, sometimes I want to hit you in the face, sometimes I hate you, then I want to leave you. You got somebody else saying, why is everything so complicated? It just seems like that, that, that everyone is looking for the model of relationships. And society is always trying to model the relationships, whether it be the bachelor or the bachelorette. It's like, it's like you will overlook common sense for love. My wife was watching The Bachelor the other day, and I said, that wouldn't work nowhere else in the world. Nowhere else in the world can a dude narrow down women and, 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 and go exotic places and be kissing them and say, I think I want to be with you. And everybody else is waiting. And then a girl cries and says, I didn't come here for this to be a game. What, well, what, did, you, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> Well, I mean, what, 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 did you, what did you think it was going to be? What, did you really think that this was marriage one-on-one? Right. You, you knew you was competing with five other girls. If I, take, if I take any single girl in this place and take her right over to that campus and say to her, there's no cameras, there's no lights, there's no face, I just got nice Darian Smalls right here, and he's going to decide whether or not, he, after kissing all of y'all and going to Blowing Rock with y'all, he's going to decide which one he want to be with. You'd be like, he's a player. And don't even get me started on The Bachelorette. Same thing, same thing. And, and, and we got Rock of Love, you know, and, and, and watch any event. You even see, you even see like war movies, and they turn out to be uh, like, like, like with romance in them. Like every song is about like, I remember when Dave Matthews hit a big satellite, nobody knew what made it, nobody knew what that song was about other than the satellites. And then every other Dave Matthews song was about relationships. You watch a war movie, it turns out to be Pearl Harbor. They blew up, they blew up the whole thing. Right. It ain't just about it blowing up, it's about homeboy falling in love with that girl. Right. Chick flicks, everybody's trying to model relationships. And in a world that's trying to model relationships, the divorce rate is 52%. Because it's hard to find love and hold it together. I, 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 believe, I believe that you can have love at first sight. It happened to Julie. <laughs> I believe you can have love at first sight. I don't think that you know if you're compatible at first sight. And see, this, this is why, you heard a little bit of the marriage video Wednesday night. Uh, this is why the online dating scene, I'm going to talk about marriage too. This is why the online dating scene seems to be doing a little bit more better than the church scene. 
Because in church, we introduce you to one another, and you fall in love with one another, and you don't know if you're compatible. Online dating, they match you by compatibility, and then see if you can fall in love with each other by attractiveness. Because you can fall in love with somebody and be attracted with them, but then at the same time, lose sight of what it means to be compatible. And when the Bible says man is not meant to be alone, it's, it's, not, it's not the absence of marriage. Alone is not the absence of marriage. It, it can't be that, because that, that, you could be married and be alone. It says that man is built for connection. Single is natural. You are actually born into single. You're not born into marriage. You're born into single, you know. And so, so what happens here is, is marriage is an earthly institution. When you go to heaven, the Bible says in Matthew 22 that none will be given to marriage. Marriage is an earthly institution. Single is natural, and, and yet it is, it is complicated to manage. It, it is natural and complicated. You know, relationships, relationship by, by definition, by, by the root word, relationship, the Latin word, the, the lat part comes from that you develop with, the relationship that you develop with another person is how you carry back and forth or your interaction with him or her. Relationship, that word lat, that word late, that, that word is in Latin means to carry. So a relationship is how you develop with a person and how you carry back and forth in your interaction. Just like the word, uh, just like the word translate means how you carry across words of another person. Words from one language to the next. And so, so what happens here is that you, you, you get into the dating stage and the dating stage is not real. The dating stage is not real. Like most stages aren't real. This stage isn't real. Underneath this stage is all kinds of, of, of stuff that kids have left underneath the bleachers and we just push it back. It looks good. And that's what the dating stage is. The dating stage is not real. People take people to restaurants that they're never gonna go to again. They spent money on you not telling you that they spent their financial aid and their rent money and now they don't know what they're gonna do. You don't know nothing about their credit. You don't know nothing. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know. They, they wear clothes you're not going to see again. You know, you don't know, you don't know anything about their credit report. And, and, and then they come with baggage. Let's put that baggage screen up there. This is what most, most people look like. They're cute, but they got baggage. And it's bigger than what you see in the beginning. Because, because baggage is, is the residual feelings, the perceptions, the behaviors that develop as a result of people's experience. It develops as a result of previous breakups. It develops as a result of family and the collection of life experiences. It, it results as, as the way people treated you before they met you. M most of your fights when you start dating aren't really you. They are the people that they dated before you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and sometimes you got to say, look, I ain't him. Or look, I ain't heard, you know, because, that, because I, I'm going to get into the word, but, but this is where we begin to go. And so, so there's a collection of experiences. Really, really, when people get married, they should include in the wedding vows, I take you and your whole family. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so, so I was intrigued when I got to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, because in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, in order to understand the, the, the context of what's going on here, Paul is writing to the church in Corinthians and, and, and Corinth, and, and he is giving them a marriage mandate. And, and, and what has happened here is that they, they too have had all kinds of, of, of 
of influences in the model of relationships. They have a Greek influence that tells them that, that, uh, that they should pursue pleasure. That they should, they, they should pursue pleasure and, 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 they, and that they should pursue it at all costs. And the most important thing is pleasure. They have another influence that tells them that they should avoid pleasure. They have another influence that is telling them uh, that, that you can have common law marriage. That if you live together for a long time, you're basically married. They have another influence that tells them that marriage is disposable. And some men in this day and women in this day, mainly men in this day, were, were divorced up to 20 times already. Because they just saw marriage as disposable. And, 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 and uh, he's talking to them because there is an imbalance. Some people are telling them that it's a gift to be single and you should never desire marriage. And some people are telling them that marriage is a step below. That if you got married, then shame on you. And, and when you look at the context of, of the scripture here, it's, it's, it's really complicated. It's, it's, really, it's really complicated. Do I marry or do I stay single? Uh, 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 what, what, what are the challenges there? Look, look at what he says in, in all of these different verses here. He, he, he talks in the first couple of verses about marriage and how they should interact. And, but if I say to you that if a widow's married, that she should remain the same. But, but, but verse 10, he says, but to the married, I give instruction, not I, but the Lord that the wife should not leave her husband and he goes on talking about this and, 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 and yet for the unbelieving one you should stay and, and then he gets to verse 17 and he says only as the Lord has assigned each one of you as God calls each in, his, in this manner let him walk and so, and so he says I direct all churches was any, he says was any man called when he was already circumcised he should not be uncircumcised has any man be called uncircumcision? He should not be. He says, basically, you should not uh, seek to change where you are. He says, don't be so desperate to change where you are. But there's a conflict because I don't know if I'm supposed to be married or if I'm supposed to be single. And I'm afraid. You know how you get like when you're single, you're afraid to pray that prayer. Lord, if you want me to be single the rest of my life. Please don't say yes, Lord. Please, I'm just trying to be humble. Please don't say yes. Please, Jesus. Don't say. And then if you're married, you're like, Lord, Lord, Lord I want to, initially you are, Lord, I want to be the best husband in the world until you get rubbed the wrong way. And then you start thinking, Lord, teach her something. <laughs> and so, so he says, he says, verse 22, he says, for he who is called to the Lord while a slave uh, is the Lord's free man, and likewise was called while free is the Christ slave. He, th this, is, this is not justification for slavery or dominion over humanity. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying if you are a slave that you should remain a saint. That, that, that's, not, that's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying here is he's saying learn how to grow where you are. Learn, he, he's, saying, he's saying, if you weren't a Jew before, don't try to become a Jew when God calls you. If you, if you, if you, if you are Jewish, don't try to seek to become uh, uh, not Jewish now. If you are single, don't be so anxious to get married. If you are married, don't, don't start reflecting on how good it was single. You see what he's saying? And, and that, brothers and sisters, to me, 
is, is complicated. And then he gets on into, he gets on into this other piece uh, over at verse 25, and, and, and he starts talking about, you know, if you are a virgin. Now, 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 now understand context, because uh, there he says, now I write the people who are not married or those who have never married or those who have never been betrothed, those who are virgins. He's not just talking about those people who have never had sexual activity. He's talking about those people who, who remain under, in that day, a father would, would give a, a daughter to a husband. He says, if there's somebody who's been reserved by a father, this is what he says here. He says, I have no command for them about this. I give, I give uh, my opinion, but I can be trusted because the Lord has shown me mercy. Because at the present time, uh, at the present time is a trouble, uh, at the present time of trouble, I think it is good for you to stay the way that you are. What he's saying here is, is live as God has called you. Not stay as God's called you, but live under, live in the way that God called you. If God called you single, learn to grow that way. If God called you married, learn to grow that way. It's in, the important thing that he says in verse 19, the important thing is obeying and prioritizing God. That, that's the important thing right here. And so I begin to look at this thing, and, and I was so intrigued by, by it here because, because he's talking about marriage, he's talking about single, he's talking about remarriage, and, and he says, whatever your situation is, learn how to grow. This is going to be good. Learn how to grow in your situation and not wishing you were someone else. Because when you are wishing, when you are wishing that you were somewhere else, you are wasting time building your life. Yes, sir. He says, you're wasting time. God wants to build your life where you are right now. And when you're wishing to be somewhere else or something else, then, then you're wasting time. And, and what he says here is that singleness is not a disease. Don't let your family and your friends make you feel like you got singleness. What happened to him? I don't know, man. I don't know. And then you got that grandma or that old aunt or somebody, you know, somebody that you're like, baby, you married yet? <laughs> you, you know, I remember one year, I remember one year, uh, we, were, we were somewhere like at a family reunion, and I was just eating. I mean, I was hungry as a hostage, man. I was eating, 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 eating. And my mom's, uh, my grandmother's sister came over to me and said, slow down, honey. Nobody's going to marry you like that. <laughs> So you, you think I'm worried about food right now? You think I'm worried about dating right now? I'm hungry. Singleness is not a disease. The definition of single is to be whole. When you're single, you're, you're, not, a, you're not a fraction. You're, 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 you're not a fraction trying to find another fraction. You are a whole trying to find another whole. You're not trying to find somebody to complete you so that you know, no, 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 you, you've got to, you, listen, when you're single, you've got to be whole so that you can know what to look for. When you are incomplete, you're looking for somebody to incomplete you, and now you are at a deficit, and now you are needy, and now you are setting yourself up to be taken advantage of because you're not whole enough to know what you really need. 
And so, so he talks again about the, the advantages. You know, he says, he says there are some advantages. That, that In verse 32, he says, I want you to be free from concern. The one who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord and how it may please him. What he's saying here is the one, he, he's, given, he's given a principle here. He's saying the one who is single should be focused on the Lord. He should be focused on growing. His attention should not be, should not be marred. He, he's, it's not that he's worldly, but there, when you are married, there is a greater demand on you. There's a greater demand on you. He says, he says here, and you got to remember, you got to remember here that these are the same people that he's been talking to in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and, and 3 that he, he refers to them as carnal. He says, y'all are saved, but you're still carnal a little bit. And so if you, if you are hungry and desperate to get married too fast, you've got a little bit of spirituality and a little bit of flesh kind of mixed in. And he's saying you need to have some time to grow in the Lord so that you will be a suitable helper, right. that you will be a suitable mate, that, 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 that God doesn't want to give you an unfinished product. And God doesn't want to give your spouse an unfinished product. He says these are the people that just a few chapters earlier that he's already had to teach about spiritual gifts. He's already had to teach about being carnal. He's already had to teach about discerning things. He's already had to teach about living together or, or loving together. And now he's telling them, he says, look, when you're a single, there is some advantages to it. There is some blessing to it. That, 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 look, 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 look like this. Look like this. If, if, uh, if you got a plant, you've got to water it. If you got a goldfish, you've got to feed it. So if you got a marriage, you've got to invest in it. You can't be married and not invest in it. I got all of our, all of our uh, 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 younger uh, couples uh, together at the beginning of this year that, that are on our leadership team that are married. Frankie, John, Mark, Brandon, all these guys. I got them all together and, I, and Julie and I asked them a question, how are you going to invest in your marriage this year? And they all gave us, you know, good luck. I said, no, 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 that's good. I mean, I know you're going to go on vacation, but how are you going to invest in your marriage this year? How will you, because everything, you, you've got to invest in marriage. You can't be married and living single. You can't, you can't be married and living with a single mindset. You can't walk into a covenant with a mindset of single. You can't be playing cards at 2 o'clock in the morning when you marry with your homeboys. I know it's getting tight. I know it's getting tight. I just felt it. I just felt it. Just Pastor Reggie, you just sold me out. <laughs> you can't be hanging out more with your girlfriends than you do your husband. You can't have three girl nights and, 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 and one date night. You can't have five nights with the homeboy, Monday night football, bowling night, poker night. You, you can't, you, I know I'm messing y'all up. You, you can't, you can't, no, no. You decided to get married. The principle in the scripture says the person who is married now has to learn how to invest in the development of their spouse. And the person who's single doesn't have, doesn't have that, doesn't have that, that focus just yet. And, and so, so it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, you, you can't, you've got to invest in your relationships. You've got to, you can't be distracted. You, you've got to have a, a, a balance. It's not a curse or, look, when you are single, it's not a curse. When, when you are, when you are single, and, and I'm trying to help you because so much has been modeled before you that you think to be single is, when you are single, it's not a curse. It's not a disease. You can eat wherever you want to eat. 
You can eat whenever you want to eat. You don't have to go to the same restaurant every Sunday because somebody wants to go there. You, you, you wash less clothes. You can make whatever sound want to come out your body without having to say, excuse me. Single is single. You can watch whatever you want to watch on TV. You can go on a road trip whenever you want to go. Man, I mean, I, I'm not saying that marriage is a curse. I'm just saying that single is a blessing. And, and, and you, you, look, look, don't die waiting on someone else to cause you to live. Don't, don't die waiting on somebody else to cause you to live. Build your life. Sing, single is a blessing because when you're, listen, listen this, now some of y'all going to be mad. Single is a time for you to build your life. And this is why some married people get resentful. is because they move before they got to grow. When you're single, you can go after the promotion right now. Because your family's not going to have to pay the price. When you're single, you can go back to school and get the degree. When you're single, you can pay off some debt. When you're single, you can, you, when you're single, you can, you can develop some hobbies. When you're single, you can elevate your life. When you're single, you, 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 could do, you, could, you could take advantage of a lot of opportunities that, that are a little bit harder to do once you get married. Single is an opportunity to grow. It's not, it's not punishment. It's not banishment. Single Single is not an opportunity for you to sow your royal oats. No, 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 no. Don't go sowing wild oats when you're single because what you sow, you... Okay, yeah, don't, don't go. I got to show up on Maury Povich five years later. Baby, I really didn't know, baby. When the Bible talks about a suitable helper, it talks about, it says, it says uh, uh, a man is alone. You know, uh, isolation can really, you can see a cold, hard criminal that is cold in court, is cold at the sentence, and that killed people without any emotion. And you put that same criminal in isolation chamber and they'll break. Singleness by itself was built for connection. When the Bible talks about a suitable helper, it means that, that when, when the Bible talks about a suitable helper, it means that God said, I'm going to find somebody who is suitable for Adam. And God did not give him an unfinished product. And God did not give her an unfinished product. Have you spent enough time with yourself to know what suits you? Have you spent enough time with yourself to know what suits you without being desperate? Have you spent enough time with yourself to know what compliments you, to, to, to know, to know uh, what suits you? Not, not just what's attracted to you. Have you spent enough time with yourself uh, uh, to have criteria for a husband or wife real, realistically? Right. Right. Well, I just think it's good, you know, if he, like... Like, I just, I want a singer. Uh, it would be good if, uh, it would be good if, you know, if he can sing. I, you know, I really, I really like, uh, it'd be good if he could play piano. And, and I like, if, if he could have, you know, like eyes like Russell Crowe. You know, I really like if he like, you know, if he has a voice like Denzel. And, and like, you know, I want him to be, I want him to be, uh, I want him to be spiritual. What do you mean by that? You know, I mean, like, read his Bible and stuff. 
And then you got the other people. You know, he needs to be tall, dark, and handsome and speak in tongues. I mean, no, I mean nothing about like, 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 I mean, like, does he know credit? Because <laughs> you, you, you don't want to have been building up yourself and, and everybody else is getting married and having kids and buying houses and, and you can't buy the used car from the lot beside cookout because ain't neither one of y'all got decent credit. And you love him and he looked good on a motorcycle, but you can't take a baby on a motorcycle. And now you can't buy nothing but a motorcycle because all, all you, you fell in love with tight jeans and abs. Now you hate abs and tight jeans because you want a daggone minivan to put your kid in. got to find y'all somewhere. At, at, at some point, you ought to have looked at your relationships and said, you know what, I've been through too much to continue to have shallow standards. I've been through too much to have shallow standards. I'm not going to have shallow standards for a relationship because I'm at the life stage of my life that I am preparing to be a person of value. You know, uh, uh, Jesus, says, Jesus says, I am the door. Anybody that comes through me, you know, everybody must enter through me. I am the door. I am, I am, the, I am the good shepherd. And, and, and there's an access point. He says, anybody that tries not to come through me, he is a thief and a robber. And, and, and I think that you need to understand that, that anybody that wants to circumvent at proper access and protocol, that just, wants, that just wants to kind of hang out without really being committed, they're trying to steal something from you. And, and you got to know. I, I think that, 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 that you've got family, you've got friends, you've got parents, you've got established authority. Anybody that's trying to pull you away from the established authority, your family that's encouraging you, your friends, anybody that's trying to pull you away from from spiritual development, from the places that you're being fed and the places that you're growing, they, they are a wolf. Plain and simple. They are a wolf. They're, they're, anybody that's trying to pull, well, I, you know, the more you start dating somebody and, and you don't know what you believe in anymore, the more you start dating somebody and you don't know if you want to start listening to proven people in your life, you're dating a wolf. Because Jesus says, if you come in through the proper channels, okay, I'll, I'll get to that on another time. So, 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 so listen, 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 this, this is where it gets kind of messy. This is where it gets kind of messy. There are two kinds of women, the dating kind and playing kind and the marrying kind. When you get ready to marry somebody, you go for the opposite of what you've been playing with. So when you're living single, the single life, you're playing, the playing kind and the marrying kind aren't the same. So, so what happens is the playing kind hooks up for companionship. The marrying kind holds out for something greater. I ain't saying it's right. I ain't saying it's Bible. I ain't saying it's truth. That's just the way that it is. That's why everybody just got quiet. Ain't even a married person said amen, except for Brother Jerome. <laughs> there, there, there are two different kinds of people. And when, when a man wants to go get married, he doesn't go after the playing kind. He goes after the marrying kind. And he marries somebody different 
from what he's been playing with. Now, here's the thing, women. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That when he marries you, he wants you to be as exciting as the playing kind. I know it's uncomfortable. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you that, that, that the, next, the, the, ne- you, the next level, you've got to leave the playing kind. You, you've got to reestablish yourself. You've got to, you've got to find, I ain't, I ain't saying it's godly. I ain't saying it's right. I ain't saying that, that I'm just saying that this, this is what I've observed. This is, this is what I've observed, and this is what I've counseled for the last 12 years when I see single men and women come in, and, and, and I hope I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry if I'm cramping your style. I'm just trying to say that you as men and women need to reestablish yourself as the marrying kind and not just the playing kind. Otherwise, it's going to continue to be complicated for you unless you begin to make your main focus that I am going to grow wherever I am. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. There's 12 million unmarried people in the world as of 2012. The, the, the search is on. <laughs> right. Man, man, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got that number wrong. There's 112 million unmarried Americans in 2012. The search is on. I mean, the search, the search is on in the club. The search is on at the drive through The search is on at the church. The search is on in the small group. Listen, I, I, I'm not, listen, listen. Our numbers went down when certain people in our church got married. Our numbers went down. <laughs> when we were at the old building, Mike Alvarado would get up there and sing something, and I, and I would be sitting in the back because, you know, it's crowded and I couldn't sit on the stage, and they'd be like, there he is. There he is. There he is. There. Girls and guys. Girl, I ain't saying no names. Girls and guys. When girls in our church got married, there's guys that I have not seen since. I mean, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, when we were at the old building, the guy next door to us used to say, man, I'm coming to your church. And he did. He said, you got hotter girls in your church than any bar in Boone. <laughs> and he did, didn't he? He, he? he did. He came to our church he came, right until they tore down the building next to us and tore down the building we were in. He came to our church all the time. The search is on, man. The search is on for men. And that once there was girls that got married in our church, we, 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 we didn't. Started dating, we didn't see some of the guys no more. Right, right. And once there's guys that got married, we didn't see some of the girls no more. The search is on. And the challenge here is that, is that you think, I'll know it when I see it. Mm-hmm. You, you shop for relationships like people shop for clothes. Right. You walk into there, can I help you? No, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Come back again. Can I help you find any particular size? No, I'm good. I'm good. Just looking, just looking. Can I help you anything? No, I know it when I see it. Right. Right. And then you make it spiritual. I know my Boaz <laughs> when I see him. Please don't marry nobody named Boaz. <laughs> Blake, come here. Blake, 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 come here. Come here, come here, come here. Rod, Rod, come here. Come here. Joe, come here. Come here. Come here, real quick. Martha, come here. Uh, Sierra, come here, come here, come here, come here. Do we got? Hey, Megan, come here, come here. I'm just picking random people. All of, all of y'all are beautiful. I just, I just know these people. Okay, 
All of these are single people, right? She's <laughs> like, yes, yes, I'd like to, just like to put that out there. Yes, all of y'all, all these are single people. I'm not like endorsing that you should date them, but all of them are single and from what I understand, moderately functional. Like, ain't nobody perfect, but right. moderately functional. Right? <laughs> right? Um, which one of them, and I, and I can say this because I know this is not true of any, which one of them uh, looks like a wife beater? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which, which, which one of them, the, the, the answer is supposed to be none of them, right. by the way. <laughs> Which one of them looks like, looks like, like they would molest your kids? Which one of them looks like they are a never gonna do nothing mama's boy? Which one of them looks like they were molested as a child and still have issues with trusting people? You're not gonna know it when you see it. You're not going to know if you are compatible just by first observant. Man, I like that Blake L. Look at his hair. And his beard. Don't he look like that dude from the notebook? Man, that Rod Chisholm, he is chiseled. I mean, just, I mean, look like an action figure. Man, he got them ass. He got that Eric Benet hair going on. <laughs> I bet you take his shirt off and sing hi, he'd be Maxwell. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into the girls because it ain't inappropriate, you know. <laughs> ain't that Joe, he got that accent. <laughs> he got that like, he got that like coming to America feel on him. <laughs> Okay, okay, I, let me get back to the text. Let me get y'all sit down. Give him a hand, give him a hand, give him a hand. <laughs> Dating is managed by time. That you got to learn to see people in their environment. You got to learn to see them in the seasons of their life. You got to, you, you should ask them things like, 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 let's, okay, let's go do something together. Let's, let's, let's work in our yard together. Let's, let's go, let's go on a picnic and see how you interact with my kids. Let's, let's, let's get my family together and see how you react to my family. Let's, let's see, let's see, let's see how you react when you get with my crazy uncles. I mean, not just when you come over to my house. But like when you get with my crazy uncle that's going to ask us outright if we're having sex. <laughs> when I take you to the family reunion and my cousins start hitting on you. Like, like let's see how you function in certain realities. Let's, 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 let's see, like, you know, let's see kind of what happens. Let's, let's get past the law of attraction. Let's, 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 let's think. Mike Murdoch one time had this thing, and, and I've only read a few of his things, but he had, a, he had a few things to say in this thing called the wisdom commentary. He says these, these quick things. Watch this. He says, number one, think twice before you do any of these things. Number one, think twice if pain is what brought you together. Think twice if pain is the only thing that brought you together. If, 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 if you were both divorced, if, if, if you both came out of a bad relationship, 
think if you both felt ostracized, because you know how you find two people, like they could be the only two people that feel awkward in the church and fall in love. Like when you come together like that, uh, your conviction is based on your past and you have no goals for your future and you're not compatible. And, and when you get together on a date and you only discuss your past, you have not created any room to dream together. Don't, don't get together just because both your families are dysfunctional. Don't get together because her family's dysfunctional and you're trying to rescue her. Don't get together because his family's dysfunctional. Don't get together. Don't get to, I mean, I, 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 I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's got to be the compatibility as well as the attraction that keeps people together. Don't get together because, you, you know, uh, remember uh, uh, Speed? Sandra Bullock? Wasn't that what it's called? Speed, the movie with the bus? You know, and, and, and they fall, at the end, they fall in love. You know, because they had, and you, and you just know, there ain't going to be but maybe one more or two of these. Because you, you, you can't hold together by tragedy and pain and grow. Because your conviction is always based on what didn't happen with somebody else. They call it rebounding. Number two, number two. Think twice if you don't have similar life rhythms or cannot manage your life rhythms. He comes from a strict family with a military father. Uh, you, you, you don't come from, 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 from kind of any sense of family. You had to trust yourself. He comes from a wealthy family that, that has somebody come in and clean all the time. You come from a family that nobody cleaned anything. Now we are, now we are you, you are really, really organized and detailed and everything is succinct and in order and organized and structured and regimented and he's just kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it might work. Okay, at some point, that, that's good when you're in love. Where you want to eat? Well, I don't know. I don't know where you want to go. Well, I think we should go here. Okay, okay. And then it gets a little bit more frustrating when it's real-life decisions. I want to have a kid. Well, I don't know. No, no. The kid needs to go to bed at 7. Oh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's 9. I mean, it's all good. He's going to sleep. You know, why didn't you pay the light bill? I mean, you know what? It's all relative. I mean, you know. You know I mean, at some point, y'all look at me like, what? At some point, that's going to be a problem. I'm not saying that you got to be just alike. I'm not saying that a regimented person should marry another regimented person because that can be a train wreck too. I'm just trying to say that you got to learn how to manage the inequalities. You got to learn how to manage the rhythms. You got to, now if you're already married, this is a good lesson to you. You got to learn how to, because when you first get married, when you first get married, you learn how to manage the inequalities. You learn how to manage the rhythms. But then when you have kids, you've got to remanage them. Because the same, if you think that she was organized before she had that baby, you wait till she gets that baby. Because now it's going to, you talk about a schedule. I mean, your whole life is going to have to be. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Even the married people's like, my wife is here. But amen. 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 They're going to walk out. Here. <laughs> All right, all right, num 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 number, num uh, number, number three. Whew, this one's hard. You're a virgin, and he's got experiences. You're a virgin, and she's got experiences. Listen, don't tell him details. Just let him know that there's a pass. Right. Right. 
Because men, <laughs> men will keep playing them details over and over, over and over. <laughs> I got a family member that called me the other day and was asking me about relationships and, and, uh, and said, uh, said uh, and, and guys, I don't know if you should tell details. I, I, think, I think God wants to propel us forward, and it's, it's good to say, I got a pass. I'm not real proud of it. There's some things that I've done. I'm not real, you know, excited about it. God's forgiven me. I, I've, I've got that under control, you know, and, and let's move on. You don't want to be naming everybody because some of them might still be in your environment. <laughs> I'm just trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm not, I'm not really, like, I know text. I'm not really preaching. Like, I'm just trying to help y'all. Uh, you, 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 got, you got two kids, and there's no option for you to have more. He wants kids. You've got to learn how to manage those rhythms. He's 50, you're 22. You are a midlife crisis. I'm serious, I'm serious. We had, we had a friend, I had a friend, Julie didn't really like her. I had a friend uh, that I went to college with. <laughs> And, and, and we were 20, I was 24, 25, she was 21, 2, and she married a 57-year-old. No! <laughs> no! No, no, no! That, that, that's, that's, an un, that's an uneven... You're raised in church, he barely goes. You're raised in church, he only goes on Easter. You tongue-talking, speaking, shouting, running, and, and, and he's, he's just, he promises that he's going to go. And listen, 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 understand, understand. Uh, if, if we are going to be together, there's got to be some foundation to where uh, you're not just going to church because I go to church. And you're not just quoting scripture because you want to be at my house. I need to know that you could stand on your own two feet yes, in your relationship with God. Yes, and and this, this is foundational. This is, we can't call ourselves spiritual if we don't have the same commitment to growing in God. And your commitment to growing in God is based off of your love for me. And you're just quoting scriptures because, because, because you want to be with me. I've seen this, man. I've seen this. I've seen, I've seen guys, good, good, good guys work scripture to hook up with girls all throughout a church, even this one. I just didn't know about it till they were gone. If I would have knew about it while they were here, I would have jacked them up. But, but, but I didn't know about it till they were gone. Now, now they're going, yeah, Pastor, I'm sorry, man, when I was up there. Man. Yeah, because because you, you got to find the authenticity of this thing. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Watch, watch, watch. I'm almost done. Look at verse 21. I mean, verse 22. For he who, he who was called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's free man, and likewise he who is called... He, he who was called while free is Christ's slave. You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves to men. Here's my last point. Bring value and not baggage. God uses you wherever you are to bring value and not baggage. Take time to build. Take time to build. Not, not... 
Take time to build. Not, 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 you're not just waiting. You're saving. If you're single, you're expanding your role. You should buy a house if you can. You should get investments. You, don't, don't spend all your time crying over what's not. If you develop as a single person, then when somebody finds you and God has developed you and you develop financially and you mature with your responsibilities and you develop spiritually, when you develop, when you develop as a single person, then now you bring value to the table and not just baggage. Now you bring value because now I'm marrying somebody who is established. I'm marrying somebody who is emotionally stable. I'm marrying somebody who is, I'm not saying you got to have $50,000 in your savings account, but 50 ain't going to help you. You don't need $20,000 to get married, but $20 ain't going to help you. We're just going to go on love. Love ain't keeping on lights. What y'all going to do? We're just going to love each other. Come back. Come back when it's dark. <laughs> you tell another man's, you tell another man's family, I'm going to respect your son. You tell another man, I'm going to care for your daughter. You ought to have some credibility behind what you're saying. And the way to have credibility behind it is not just wishful thinking. This is what I'm going to be one day. No, 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 no. The way to have credibility behind it is to be growing and maturing. And if you're single, it's not, it's not, it's not a curse. You've got to trust God to know when to bless you and that God uses delay to prepare you. When when you you bring value, listen, 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 listen. When you bring value to yourself, when you bring value to yourself as a single person, when you, and and, and look, 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 look. Let me just just help y'all. Let me just help y'all. You have been taught to believe that attraction is the primary lead. It's compatibility and attraction. You have been so discouraged by your attraction that you won't allow your compatibility to shine. Here's how we know. Let's be superficial for about 30 seconds. You ever see a real good-looking woman and wonder, what you doing with that dude? (laughs) Y'all ain't, y'all too spiritual. Y'all too spiritual. Because you know, you, you know good and well. You know good and well, and some of y'all have already done it. You know, the greatest mismatch in our church is. <laughs> you ever see a good-looking dude and go, mm, what's he doing with that girl? She must be nice. <laughs> no, you got it backwards. Gravity's going to start to work against you. I mean, you, you go get fixed and, you know, and keep getting operations and augmentations and all that kind of stuff. But, but at some point, right. at some point, at some point, you've got to know how to manage the inequalities. You've got to know, when you bring value to yourself, you don't have to be rescued from somebody. So now I'm not waiting for somebody that I can marry that can bring me out of poverty. And now I'm not waiting on somebody that I can marry that's going to move me on up. And now I'm not waiting on somebody that I can marry. That's gonna, y'all ain't saying that. 
to make me feel good about myself. The Bible is real clear. He said, this whole thing is complicated, and the main thing that you got to do is whether God calls you married, you should grow. Whether God calls you single, you should grow. Whether God calls you in your culture, you should grow. Stop wishing to be somewhere where you're not. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. The, the, I, was, I was eating the other day, uh, dinner with some pastors, and, and, and they said an interesting thing to me. They said, they said, preparation is never time wasted. Downtime is prep time for prime time. You've got to trust that God knows when to bless you. And, and, and relationships is, is how you carry out healthy things. And you, 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 when, when things are no longer functional, is when relationships break down. You have to value yourself enough to have your focus be that when I grow in God, not only will I be suitable, but I will attract suitable. And if you're married, when I grow in God, I will attract growth. When you read the scripture, it's so complicated. Uh, let the widow stay widowed. But if she wants to marry, then she's not in sin. Let the single person stay single. But if he wants to marry, he's not in sin. Well, let the married person stay married and not wish they're single. Let the married person who is married to an unbeliever and now saved stay if the unbelieving spouse wants to stay, that maybe they might be sanctified, not saved, but sanctified through their walk. And it's like, don't let people put that label on you that single is a curse and you need to be married. And you get so desperate for marriage. And don't let people put that label on you that, man, man, I heard she got married, dog. Shoot, man, shoot. I ain't never going to get married. <laughs> no, no, no. Wherever God has called you, grow. Thrive. Develop. The most important thing he says in the scripture, he said the most important thing is obeying and prioritizing God. And you've got to trust that God knows when to bless you. Has this helped anybody? Come on, stand to your feet.